the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with Pastor Ed Brody today and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you have joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women gain control of their lives. Well, welcome, guys. I'm glad that we're here tonight, today, that God has blessed us, so we're all here. And tonight's going to be an interesting uh, topic. It's going to be the Holy Spirit and you. So I hope you came ready um, with your scripture and your gameplay. So, um, you know, guys, I'm going to go ahead. I'll start opening up the show, and then I'll let, uh, I think it'll be Ed, that you'll go behind me, if you would, and then Blaine. So I just want to go ahead and open up and tell everybody, you know, it's a wonderful evening. I'm so glad to have you join us on Cornerstone Radio tonight. Um, I hope that this will be um, very inspiring to you as we talk about the Holy Spirit and you and how much the Holy Spirit does help us when we're out there um, spreading the good news. So, guys, I'm going to be uh, starting out of First uh, Peter chapter 1. So I got a bunch of scriptures that I have. So if you'll bear with me, and I hope, folks, this will touch your heart in a special way. And it says that if you obey him and having been cleansed by the blood of Christ, by his great mercy, God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you and through faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation. Even though you have to endure many trials, these trials will show your faith is genuine. Your faith remains strong through many trials. It will bring you much praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. You love him even though you have never seen him. You trust him. I love that. I love that. And it goes on to say, the reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. Grace's salvation, Christ's suffering, and his great glory afterwards. The good news has been announced to you by those who preach in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. And it is also wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. So think clearly and exercise self-control. Look forward to the gracious salvation. Don't slip back into your old ways, but now you must be holy in everything you do. For the scripture says, you must be holy because I am holy. God paid a ransom to save you and the ransom he paid. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless lamb of God. Through Christ, you have come to trust in God. You have placed your faith and hope in God. Love each other deeply with all your heart. Your, your new life will last 
wherever. It comes from the internal living word of God, as the scripture says, but the word of the Lord remains forever. That word is the good news that was preached to you. You know, I just love the way God talks to us, and that is if you really wanted to read in First Peter chapter 1, I summed that all up, all chapter 1, into that. And you know, I just love the way God speaks to us. You know, even we have angels that eagerly watch to see what's going on. So we have an audience, and I love that. And then, you know, we know the precious blood of Christ, what he's done for us. You know, he's the spotless lamb. He's the one that it, everything is our salvation is through him. It's, it's not of our works. I want everybody to know that. It's not of your works. It's the gracious gift that God has given us. And, and what, I, what I'm trying to say here is that I want to show you how much the Holy Spirit can help you in all things. I think I was talking to you, Blaine, about, um, about Ezekiel in chapter 1 where they talk about the vision of Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. And you, you've seen the cherubim, right? It had the wheel, the inner wheel, and it had the outer wheel, right, of the cherubim? Yeah. And what the inner wheel did, the outer wheel did, okay? So if the inner wheel turned, the outer wheel turned. And you know what? And that's a prime example of what the Holy Spirit is doing in us. He gives us the power. He brings up scripture. It helps you remember. And But the greatest gift that you can tell anybody about Jesus is what God done for you. You know, you don't have to be a pastor to know all kinds of scripture to talk about Jesus. You can just tell what God has done for you. And you know what? When you do that, the Holy Spirit will lead you into things that you normally don't think about so um i'm really excited about this and um i I really enjoy reading that because i hope that was meant for somebody because when god was putting it on my heart i knew it was meant for someone out there over the air so that touched your heart please i'm that's what it's all about letting god speak to you and giving all the glory to him we are just nothing but messengers Mm -hmm. doing what god has asked us to do i have another one that's my scripture folks i love the scripture i know everybody has one scripture uh, you know, but actually in uh, Galatians 2.20, I just love it, says, um, I'll read you out of the, T- um, the New Transition um, Translation Bible. I, I usually quote the NIV, but I'll read it out of the um, New Translation. It says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. There it is all right there, folks. It, it is right there, and it's him that lives in us. You know, he that lives in me is greater than he that's out in the world. Isn't that correct, guys? Mm-hmm. And you know what? And if we need to rely on the Holy Spirit for our power, and as you heard what I said about the power that he has given you, because um, when I was reading to you, it told about how the power that he gives you the faith, he gives you genuine faith, and even though you go through many trials, the Holy Spirit is going to um, help you through those trials. So um, I just, you know, it, 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 is, it's just, it says, and I love this one, by those who preach in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. So we got that power to work with. So you're not never alone. You remember the scripture says, no, I'm, I never forsake you and I never left you. Never so, so, you know, you're never alone. So anybody's out there and they think that they're alone. I know it's sometimes that we do get a point where we feel that we're alone, but you need to call on God and let him show you his love. 
You know, guys, um, I know I can go on and on about the Holy Spirit and what it does, but just like what I was talking about, Ezekiel, that inner wheel turns and your outer wheels will turn. So that's a power. And I think I was telling you about that, Blaine, and that was a really good. I, you, you were telling me, man, I just love to read Ezekiel, but it, it, there's a thing there. So, um, Ed, I know that you got some scripture that you would like to read and obtain, and maybe you can was going to remember what you're going to tell me. <laughs> hey, I, I got here today. That's that's, that's good for me. <laughs> that's good. But uh, I think you're going to be reading out Romans, isn't that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to read about Romans. I I'm still kind of on this thing of these lists because he makes four lists or three lists, and the three lists are for specific purposes. And today I'm going to talk about Romans 12. But leading into that, I want to go over to 1 Corinthians 12, chapter, uh, chapter 12, verse 14 and 15. And it says, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. The foot says, I am not part of the body because I am not a hand. Mm-hmm. That does not make him any less of the body. Now, we've got to understand that, that uh, if uh, your gift is janitorial... <laughs> Uh, and you stay after service and clean the church, that's just as important as any other job in that church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if it's if you don't get it cleaned, you don't people stop coming. So you lose you lose your people. But so <clears throat> when we're talking about the uh, the gifts, when I start off in Romans twelve here, it kind of says the same thing. It says on uh, verse four, just as our bodies have many parts and each one has a special function. And then we're going to list the special functions. But the, the the thing about these gifts is we need to be aware of the gifts because you're part of the body. And you think about somebody who loses a foot. We're just talking about foot. You lose a foot, the body can't walk. You know, So you may think it's a minor thing, but it's a major part of your body function. <coughs> so... So all of these are important, and uh, th- there's none that w- the the body uh, itself can live without. So when one, for instance, uh, someone loses a foot, they can't walk, but now they have the artificial feet and things that help them to walk along. Well, it's kind of the same thing with the gifts. If you have a gift and you're not practicing that gift, God's going to provide somebody to fill that gap. Mm-hmm. All of the gifts available for the church and god uses all the gifts uh if if you're not using your gifts somebody else will be given that gift even if it's on a temporary basis to fill that gap Mm -hmm. so all of the gifts are available in god's church so as we go on down here uh, verse five so it is with god's body are many parts but one body and we all belong to each other in his grace, and I like this, in his grace, his grace is that we all have access to these gifts through someone else. It says, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with much faith, as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gifts gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. It, if if God gave you the gift of leadership, <coughs> excuse me, leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, 
do it gladly. And then if you drop down to verse uh, 13, I think it was, it says, when God's people are in need, uh, be ready to help them. So here's the gift of help. Always be eager to practice hospitality. So there's the gift of hospitality. These gifts are used to minister to one another one-on-one, where the other gifts, in Ephesians anyway, it's Ephesians 4, it's uh, the gifts that edify the church. Here we're talking about the gifts that edify, edify individuals. He gives the list and he tells you how to use them. The thing I like is on each one of these, it tells you if you work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. So all of these gifts are to be used enthusiastically. The Holy Spirit leads you in these gifts. The Holy Spirit's going to encourage you to, to do these things, to fill, to take care of people within the body. And so we need to do it excitedly, knowing the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding. That's the list he gives here. Those that you uh, exercise on individual. There's a, there's an interesting thing here on prophecy, too. There's two definitions of prophecy. If you ever look it up, one is spelled with an E-S-Y, and the other is spelled with an E-C-Y. Now, the, the one with the S-C-Y is more on the verge of the kind of thing of teaching to uh, explain church doctrine, that kind of thing. So it's it's a prophecy, but it's based on... Uh, in fact, God does this himself, too. He says, if you obey me, these are the good things that are going to happen. If you disobey me, these are the bad things going to happen. So you teach that. When good things happen, you get rewarded. When bad things don't. So that's kind of a prophecy. The other is spelled with an E-C-Y, and that's where they talk about things like uh, the book Revelation is prophecy. Uh, Second coming of Christ is all prophecy. So when as you're reading through this, it, it kind of helps if you look at how the word is spelt, and then you can kind of understand what he's talking about, whether it's a kind of teaching or whether it's prophecy of something coming in the future. And, uh, but that's one of the individual gifts here is the, the one of uh, the teaching part. If you go back to uh, Ephesians, it doesn't really use the word prophecy there, but the indication of prophecy there is things that edify the church. It's predicting the coming of Christ and, and the, the book of Revelation, those kind of things. <clears throat> so there's a difference when you go through and start looking at some of these uh, gifts. How do you handle them? And uh, so that's that's kind of something I think we need to, to think about. Just uh, know that when you've given a gift, that God has given you a gift, and you need to do it enthusiastically. Absolutely, and you know that's one thing about it. Um, you know um, that's about the, that's what it's all about. The Holy Spirit in you, and you know you need to know where your gifts are at, uh, where the Holy Spirit can use you, and you know, and God will show you where your gifts are at. Blaine, I know that you have First um, Corinthians uh, twelve um, one through eleven that you like to share with us with the Spirit. Yeah, you know the in First Corinthians twelve it gives us the spiritual gifts. But it really backs up what you just mentioned, Pastor Ed. It's it's also the unity in diversity. No matter what, all three of us have different gifts. I mean, God can give us any gift he wants, and it's all by the same spirit, um, the spirit working in us. Um, but there's diversities in those gifts. And so 
Each one has a gift, and sometimes, um, you know, John, I was at a Bible study once, and somebody said, well, I don't know what my gift is. Well, then everybody at the table, man, I want to recommend this. This is some encouragement right now to our listeners. If you're in any kind of a study group or with some friends and say, hey, I'm not sure what my gift is, that's because God gets all the glory. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't even know what our gifts are. You know, it's like, oh, man, I'm not being used by God. And then somebody across the table said, well, you just handed out 300 Bibles at a high school today. It's like, (laughs) so, you know, sometimes it's hard to recognize our own gifts. God does receive the glory. But I just want to say this before I get to these spiritual gifts. Our God is a giver, folks. He is a giver. He tells us, uh, ask, seek, and knock. We know God gave his son, man. He gave his all and all. And we know that son gave us that Holy Spirit that we're, t- that we're talking about right now. Um, the power of God um, is in us, and God wants to use us. And there is, and John, you mentioned it earlier, there's, we're not saved by any kind of a work at all. By having these gifts and, and, and just having that joy in our hearts to want to share God and what he's done for us. Mm-hmm. And then even with you, Ed, um, using those gifts to encourage the body of Christ. We're, we hope this, this, these words um, will encourage you, but I'm going to go, go over a list. I'm going to read um, 1 Corinthians 12. There's many lists, as Pastor Ed said, in the Bible. This one is spiritual gifts, chapter 12. I'm going to read 1 through 11. Here we go. And I'm reading out of the New King James. It says, Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. However... You were led, therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. That's what I wanted to go over with you guys. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are differences of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to all, um, to each one for the profit of all. You know, I wanted to mention that to you, um, as you mentioned there, Pastor Ed. It's for the profit of all. So no matter what you do or whatever God's blessed you with, whatever gift you have, and you you made a good list there, Ed, um, give it your all in all. I mean, why not? Put your all in all. And number seven, um, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, and to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, with a C-Y there, Pastor Ed, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So with that list, folks, brothers and sisters, that list, it's, it's God. It's God's the giver, and it's, it's his will. He, he's, he, he, he's given everything he's got, but, but he's not a genie. We all know that. We, we, we don't tell what God, God what to do, but you know what? You mentioned it there, Pastor Ed. Um, God blesses obedience. He just blesses obedience. So, man, the closer we get to him, the more we're speaking to him and the more we're listening to him through prayer that he gave us. What a beautiful thing we've got, that we're in communication with our our Father in heaven um, through the Son, Jesus Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit. we got the the Trinity right there. They're all on our side, folks, 
And so we want to encourage you, whatever that gift is that you have, give it your all. Give the glory to God because the Bible also says when we were when we were talking about when we were in the book of John about a month ago, you were going over the vine and branches, John fifteen. I had the Spirit. You had Jesus praying for not only Himself, the disciples, and us. Um, but in fifteen, it says, "In and of ourselves, we can accomplish nothing." So when God does radical, awesome, wonderful goosebumps, great things through our life, we give glory to Him because He He actually did the work through us. You know, I love that. Um, you know, it's 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 all about what God wants you to do and what He has in signs for you to do. We just got to be, like you said, pay attention to what our gifts are and let uh, God work through us. Um, it's not, you know, it's not what we know about the Bible. It's not about what you um, think you know about the Bible. It's letting the Holy Spirit work through you to show you what kind of gifts that you have. And there's many gifts. And, you know, um, you did classify on that. I know there's prophets, teachers, miracles, gift of healing, helping others, gifts of leadership, and, you know, and speaking in unknown languages. And so the tongues. But um, but most of all, you know, like what did Paul say? You know, what did he say about, about the gift that he had? You know, that he can preach to all, that, that he can preach it clearly. And, you know, yeah. and that is given the, the the message of what, you know, it, it all goes back, folks, <clears throat> about the gracious salvation that God has given to each one of us. And that gift was his son. <laughs> so, you know, that's what it's about, is about preaching and letting people know how Jesus paid for their price. You know, I know there's a lot of uh, people that get hung up. Um, we had a questions about that before. It said that um, said that it was a really good bunch of questions, and it was about how do you know that you're saved? Is it because you go to church, uh, you know, um, every week? Is it because you help the poor and the homeless? Is it, you know, all these little things? Is it because of, do you read your Bible? Is it this and this and that? You know what it is? It's all about the gift of God. It's We didn't have to do the work, and we should all be thankful and saying amen on that because it's all about receiving the gift of, of God and so the gracious gift. So I just pray and, and just say, tell everybody, it's all about God, but the main thing about it is is knowing your spiritual gift. I know personally, folks, that I had to sit in the pews for um, God, didn't, uh, God didn't show me where my gifts was um, for a couple years. But that was for me because in that time, he was edifying me. He was helping me go through, um, like I just told you about, we're going to go. God said, have a clear thoughts, have a clear mind, and use self-control. And there's a reasoning for that is so that you can, you know, walk according to the word that God has given us. And the main thing is, is like, and that's how the Spirit's going to work with you, is through that, you know, in that innermost being. So... What I'm trying to say, folks, is here is that um, you got all the power that you're going to need, and that's the Holy Spirit. And but it's about where you need to find out where your gifts are at. Um, and that's um, one thing is uh, Blaine said he liked teaching the what was it the high school kids? Junior high, junior high, junior high. Ed, you were a pastor, so you know where your gifts was. Um, I knew where God took me um, and humbled my heart. To go out and and to spread the good news to help the poor and the needy, and that's and that's what we all did. So I'm going to give you guys all a few minutes here, a few a minute or so to just to wrap this up. Um, you got anything you'd like to share? Yeah, I think we need to continue encouraging people to get active in their church and display these gifts. And if you don't know what it is, let God show you. Blaine the other day was talking about this 
a kid in one of his classes that wanted to try teaching a class. And the wisest thing for him to do is let the kid teach, let him find out. Blaine? Well, you know, I, I, uh, I have been blessed um, from day one of my Christian walk of being with, uh, in the Sunday school rooms with, with small kids. and then, um, But, yeah, the one situation with the one uh, junior high schooler, he, he really thought that he had the, felt that he had the gift of teaching. And so I said, well, let's, you know, he, he ran through uh, his teaching. We let him teach. But I want to encourage the group really fast that come alongside someone. You know, we could we could always use help in what we're doing with the homeless. You're seeing somebody out there doing things. I, I know the people that I like look up to um, are those that uh, I know and love through the Gideons and the witnessing they do. Come along somebody who's out there doing something and watch God do the work. He's a miracle maker. Amen. We're almost at a closing now. I'd like to go ahead and just thank the sponsors. For Goodwill, I appreciate um, Anna and um, Kim out there for helping us with the clothes and um, and what they provide, the sleeping bags and the jackets and that. I want to tell Javier, hey, thank you, Javier, and your family for the gracious gift that you gave us with the burritos that we can feed them with. And I want to tell uh, Pastor Steve, thank you for helping us with the homeless ministry um, with the Elkhorn Westland Church and Jeremy and Tim over there at Skyline. Hey, we really appreciate all that you do for us, too. Um, we are a, five, a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, you can get a hold of us on our website, or you can give us a call on our telephone. That, that phone number would be 619-715-6915. Again, that number is 619-715-6915. And, you know, guys, I just want to leave you with this. There's three things that will last forever, and that's faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of this is love. So show your, show your mankind, show your brothers and sisters your love. Folks, I'm hoping that you enjoyed the show, and thank you so much for being with us, and may God bless you. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.